The following show is brought to you by Fanbags Cornhole, Chicago's official supplier of professional cornhole boards and bags. Choose from any of their officially licensed designs or have my boy Brian design a custom set using anything from a selfie to your company's logo. Visit www.fanbagscornhole.com and use the promo code BRAGS to get 10% off your entire order. That's www.fanbagscornhole.com and use promo code BRAGS for 10% off. Step up your game with Fanbags Cornhole. Hello, welcome back to Boilers in the Stands. I am your host, Joe Jackson. Joining me is my co-host, Aiden Kuntz. Uh, it's just going to be us two today. We got, um, you know, Craig was actually at the game. He was at or beyond enemy lines um, in Wisconsin. And then Braggs is, is doing his thing down in Indy for the NFL Combine. Um, anybody that's into NFL and stuff, definitely go check out his stuff. Um, he, he's been putting out some really, really fun stuff there, so... But Purdue wins 63 to 61, a nail biter, a game that, um, you know, Wisconsin shoots well from three, Purdue doesn't. Wisconsin hits some tough ones and that keeps them kind of in it for a large part. And then, um, you know, just kind of back and forth, a, a typical game in Wisconsin last year, it was, it was the same thing, except for this is the t- this time Purdue comes out on top um, and we're just going to get right into it. You know, it's going to be a little bit of a, a, a Twitter spaces throwback with me and you just right here. Um, before we, we started really with boilers in the stands. So, Aiden, what are your instant reactions to the game? Yeah, just a, a win they had to have, I think, for for morale, um, just for where the team's at right now, and they got it. Um, I think that they just needed to get out of Madison with the W. Um, as Jeremy Armstrong says, never easy, right? Like, uh, it's never easy in Madison – um, Sever even on the road in the Big Ten. And so to pull out a win, I think, is good. Um, you know, I think there's definitely some concerns um, following this game that the shooting still hasn't come around and, and it just isn't going to come around, I don't think. It, I mean, maybe they get hot, um, but they're just not really a, a good shooting team right now. You can't ask for better looks. Uh, both from the free throw line and, and from the three-point line. The turnovers uh, were concerning early. A lot of the same things, but you know what? They rallied. Uh, they gave up the lead, and in other games this season, we've, we've seen them give up that lead and then kind of spiral out of control, especially on the road. Um, but, you know, this time they, they, they stuck together. They pulled it out. I thought their half-court defense was excellent and uh, got a win on the road. Yeah, no, it's, it's kind of the same thing as um... – just doing what it needs needs to be done to win. You know, Eddie puts up a near 2020 game, 17 to 19, and we'll get into that. Um, you know, Lawyer finally got going, and we're definitely going to get into that. Uh, and then, you know, just just enough from everybody else to kind of counter. I like you said, I thought Purdue's half court defense for the most part was really really good. Um, Wisconsin hits some tough ones. Purdue allows some easy ones for sure. I'm not saying that Purdue's half-court defense was perfect, um, you know, especially in the post-splits that Wisconsin runs, and they just seem to perf- run them to perfection every time. Um, but, you know, just it's, it's an overall good win. And I think at the end of the day, um, I, I know there's things to improve on. There's things that we're going to talk about and nitpick and, you know, to improve on going into uh, the tourneys. But a win is a win. Like, it, it, flat out it is within all this. And I guess it kind of happened before the game even, but Purdue officially clinches outright Big Ten title. 
um, at, um, you know, if they, if they lose to Illinois Saturday, they'll win it by two games. If they win, they will win the big 10 by three games. And, and we talked about it more on our last show. So I don't think we really need to go into too much, uh, you know, depth on that, but you know, it, it's still a cool thing to see a Purdue team that's going to win the big 10 by two to three games. There's obviously been some struggles late, but still a team that's really, really good potential one seed. I know UCLA is playing right now. I don't remember. I don't know the exact score, but definitely we'll keep an eye on that. Um, and yeah, so we'll just, we'll get into it from here. Uh, go to just some stats of the game, bring those up right here. Um, and so, yeah, Aiden, or I'll read them off first, I guess. Um, you know, 63 to 61, Purdue, Wisconsin. Uh, Edie leads the way with 17 to 19, seven of nine shooting, but three of eight from the free throw line. Also had three assists, a couple really good pass outs from the post. Lawyer had a much better game offensively, 13 points, two assists, um, one of three from, t- from three, and then was at five of eight from two, really got downhill. Smith, uh, you know, nine, four, and two, just kind of another game for Smith. Um, Newman with some clutch, some clutch free throws. He, he missed the first one very early, makes the second, but then the down the stretch, knocks down both of his, which everybody did. Edie went two for two. Newman went two for two. Smith went two for two. Morton went one for two, but still enough to get the win. Um, 0 for 5 from Newman, and that's just kind of a theme for Purdue in general. Ethan Morton hits two big threes off the bench, uh, finishes two for four, seven points, two rebounds, two assists. I thought he was a net positive on offense, which is always a good thing from them. Um, and then just overall, 4 to 19 from three for Purdue, 10 to 24 from three from Wisconsin, 11 of 18 from the line, uh, 37 rebounds to 23 with, uh, you know, I, a lot of them with 10 being offensive for Purdue and yeah. being for Wisconsin. Um, and I think that's the main ones. Klesmick gets going 19 points and, and Lindsay, it's always Lindsay time in Wisconsin, uh, comes off the bench in the first half, Jill's eight after rambling off all the stats, a, and what, what kind of stands out to you from there? Or just any stats in general? Well, yeah, and before we get into the stats real quick, just want to remind everyone, like and subscribe, uh, get that like number up. I don't know what it is right now. We got 100 people in here. Let's get that like number up. Even sure. if Craig and, and Braggs are, are not here tonight, you got to you gotta live with the young guns, but get that like number up. Uh, but but stats-wise, you know, I, I think, <laughs> you know, the rebound, Edie almost rebound, out-rebounds them by himself. Uh, he was really dominant on the glass today, um, obviously at 19, but I just thought he crashed the glass hard um, on both both ends of the glass, offense and defense. Um, I, I think I think you look at the you look at the shooting, uh, you look at the three point shooting at four for 19. It's just it's not going to get it done when it's when it's when it's March. You know that that just that's not a number that's sustainable. I don't think um, come March. And the chat's already already said that as well. Like that, we gotta hit shots. They're good looks. You can't ask for better looks than the ones our guys are getting right now. And the reality is, they're just not knocking them down. The free throw line tonight. Edie has this weird start. Kind of gets in his head. Uh, almost, you know, gets angry at the rim. And then at the end, was just like staring down the rim, almost like it was just uh, him versus the rim there. And, and obviously, he's able to hit the free throws. Yeah, it was pretty funny. Uh, and then Smith's just super consistent. So, I, I mean, just the shooting, like, it's got to get better, man. And it, we've been told all year that this team – no, wait, actually, guys, these guys, they, they're really good. They, they really can shoot it. Um, and, and currently 236 in the country in, in three-point percentage. So, it, it's – you know, uh, hopefully, eventually they come around, but we kind of keep waiting and waiting, and it just hasn't happened yet. So, 
Yeah, I'm with you there. Um, and I think, you know, it's taken what Purdue has played 30 games now. What is what are they at there? 29 games. I'm officially on the train of, hey, Purdue actually is not a good shooting team. Yeah, uh, yeah. It took a lot of effort from them, but they, they finally willed me over to that part, uh, which which takes a lot for me just because they're getting good looks for the most part. Um, but yeah, that's, I mean, that's what stands out. I think first is the three point shooting, even in the win, um, you know, you knock down, you knock down two, th- two more gets you to six and 19, you know, that's closer to the average. And, and this game is, is, you know, a little less uh, hectic down the stretch. Edie dominant, you know, the weird stuff from the free throw line. I, I think that's more of an abnormality, abnormality, uh, than, than what actually is going to happen. Um, 17 and 19, like, I think, you know, that can't be overlooked, and we're we're very good at just kind of overlooking Edie sometimes in these post game shows. But I, I just don't think that can be overlooked at all. Um, and then the other one that, that really is it's more individual, but like the lawyer thirteen points, the five of eight from two. It, it just you can see it, it was nice to see him be able to do something against non like non super physical guards. And it is a concern that he hasn't been able to produce against the physical guards. Like don't get me wrong. Um, because that's you know there's a good chance that there's a matchup like that in the in the um, in the tournament, but you know he gets some of these smaller guards, Klesman, Decision, and and we were talking on our feed the post podcast that we recorded earlier did Big Ten uh, awards for anybody that wants to check that out after this should be on Apple, Google, and Spotify. Um, you know, and we were saying Decision and, and Lawyer are basically the same player, like yeah, and so like they can defend each other the same. Um, and Lawyer was able to get going against him. He was able to take Klesmit, even against the hard hedge, um, you know, that, that Wisconsin did. That's kind of slowed Lawyer down. Lawyer did a good job of just kind of fighting it off and getting down. So uh, I, I I like that a lot. Ethan Morton's two threes came at big moments, and I don't think those can be really overlooked either. Um, you know, and then, and then um, 11 assists, a little under 50% of the shots. And, and you, t- you kind of take that when a lot, there was a good amount of ED post-ups and a lot of Lawyer drives. So... Um, those are the main ones there. I, I'm sure there'll be more that as some of the other stats populate that we'll get into. Well, um, we can we can jump into a little bit of a lawyer discussion right here. Yeah, let's um, do it. You know, I think the chat chat's got some some takes on him for sure. Um, you know, I think at least he was able to get in the lane in this game. Um, yeah. and, and get Five you, you know, we were yeah, like we were texting about it. He finally had a favorable matchup. You know, uh, Klesman was guarding him, Asesian. Like, that's a guy he looks at and goes, I can take him all the way to the rim. You know, um, we saw it one time. He just said, I'm getting to this to the rim in a way that he just has not um, at, at any point this season. Um, getting getting downhill to Klesman. I mean, he had the awesome little shuffle in and out dribble to the sideline, knocks down that jumper uh, when, when he threw that, when he did a little get action with Kaufman Wren, which is just, throwing it to your teammate and then getting a handoff, which basically turns into a screen. Um, he get knocks that one down. He just saw some shots go in. You know, it was nice. He hit the three early from the top of the key. You still feel like he, you just, you honestly feel like he just shouldn't miss open threes. And so when he gets the one on the far right wing, that's wide open after a great possession, you're like, Oh my gosh, why didn't he knock that down? Um, but you know, I think there's, there's some hate for lawyer in the chat. I think, he is what he is defensively. He's not going to get any better. Um, you you got kind of got to hope there's a favorable matchup for him there, you know? Yep. And, and, but I do think watching this game tonight when he wasn't in there and, and Edie, you know, wasn't in there, it's kind of like, who's going to create here. Um, 
you know, Jenkins can can knock down shots off the dribble. Um, but but and and we all love Brandon Newman. He is a standstill catch and shoot three point shooter, guys. Like mm. he he is maybe really, one dribble on a flyby. That's it. yeah, and and he he is really probably has the weakest handle on the team, and I really think that's what's held him back. Um, yeah. you know, obviously excluding Edie, whatever. Uh, you know the bigs, but out of you the know, I think. Yeah, out of the guards, I, I think it's true. Like, I, I really don't think – I think he has so much gravity as a shooter, but he's not able to shot fake, drive, and score. And he had played a nice game tonight. Uh, but I, I do think that's the element that Lawyer gives. He's, he's really the only guy who can create his own shot on this team, um, Smith at times. But even without a ball screen, Lawyer can get to a reasonably efficient shot for him. Um, yeah. And we saw him do that tonight. Sometimes those shots are tough and, and you don't like the look of them, but they go in a, a good enough amount, or at least they were earlier in the season. And, you know, he he, he was a guy who, who steadied the offense when Edie wasn't in there. So I, I was pleased with his game tonight. I get the defensive concerns uh, that the Chad's bringing up here a little bit. But, again, I, I just think, yeah, I think this guy, Square Basketball, says it right here. Like, yeah, it's strength, guys. He, he's still young, and, and I think – um, as that comes, he's going to be really, really good in the present. He, he's skilled, needs to start hitting open shots for sure. Um, and, and I think, I hope he will do that. I don't know, but I hope so. Yeah. He hit the one off the ED kick out from the post, um, which was good to see go down. Uh, yep. Smith got one too, but yeah, no, I like what lo- <laughs> lawyer. <laughs> I just don't know what, I don't know what you take out. Like you take out lawyer. If you're going pure defensive and you saw it down the stretch, you put Newman in, and that makes sense. But now, if you have Newman and Morton in, like that does just does not work offensively, um, unless you're purely relying on Smith just getting downhill. Um, you know, Lawyer, like you said, he's the only guy. Jenkins is the other guy that can create a shot for himself. Lawyer's the only guy I think, period, that can generate a rim touch. Maybe not when he wants, um, but at least has the capability of just creating a rim touch by himself. Uh, Smith can some, but he more needs a screen and he's, you know, he's elite at that. I'm not taking that away from him, but, um, and you know, there is that part, like Michael Van Meter said, like lawyer was billed as an elite shooter. Come, he was, haven't quite seen it yet. We've seen it in stretches. I don't know if it's freshman wall. I don't know if it's just, you know, taking time to get adjusted to college or what. Cause you know, you look through last threes. I mean, he's one of four, two of five and one of three, um, He's had, you know, he's had the games like the Nebraska game, six of twelve, the opening game, five of twelve. But you're right, like we haven't seen this elite, elite shooting that we thought we were, um, and we we need it at some point. Purdue needs it at coming coming into the tournament. Like Purdue needs somebody to knock down open shots. Um, today it was Ethan Morton. He knocks down two, and those were big. And I know he yeah. missed two later, but yeah. I t- I'll take two two of four shooting from Ethan Morton. I will take every single day um, from it. Really, any honestly, anybody at this point, I'll. You give somebody four open shots right now, and they make two. I'm happy. Um, yeah, sure. And and when he gets his feet set, I think he he's solid. Like Ethan's solid. I even thought that last three. I mean, it was in and out. That was a good look for him. Um, yeah. There's something about those rims. You kind of hear them. Uh, they seemed a little weird. They took some weird bounces, but you know that one goes almost down. Wisconsin had a few that maybe should have gone down. Yeah. Um, you know, but I think, you know that the. the the big story maybe from tonight is kind of the, and then we can get onto the, our, our other segments, but I do think we got to touch on the change of the starting lineup. Like that was unexpected. Yeah. I, I don't think anyone really saw that coming. 
Before um, before you really get into it, and yeah. maybe I'm stealing your point, I don't want to jump in. Did Morton no, look no, sick to good. you? Morton, or am I just did I am I making no, that I up didn't because you that. didn't start? I didn't have that point, but I, I didn't really look honestly. I don't really know. Uh, I don't know if he was so, just white. He might have been like, super white, you know, and light yeah. and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Like it may have yeah. just looked bad for him. Um, coming from another yeah. guy who's very very white, so. Yeah, well, that's one thing you and I have in common on here. Uh, so I, I think we can recognize that when we see it. But, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I think maybe just kind of a, inject a, a little bit of energy. And you saw it. Like, the one thing about Newman and, and this the thing about this Purdue defense is they're generally pretty conservative as a defense. And, and Morton kind of embodies that. Um, he, he, he's not really trying to make the hero play um defensively especially as an individual defender i think he's going to play solid team defense and then try to guard the the opposing team's best player but with newman you get this variable of okay he's gonna jump a few passing lanes you know he's gonna take a couple risks and a lot of times (laughs) that's what leads to him you know taking a seat next to matt painter uh but tonight we see that pay off and you're almost like wow okay you know he's he's bringing a an element that we don't usually see uh, jumping, passing lanes, being physical, you know, pushing you out to half court like that. That's a thing that Purdue's defense just isn't usually typically interested in doing, you know? Um, yeah. No, I, I noticed it. I don't too. know. Like, I liked it. I liked it. I've, you know, I think, I think I'm becoming more of a guy of just like, I don't care as much who starts. I really don't. I, I think, who plays more minutes and who finishes and how the rotation is set up is more, more important. Like, um, you know, and that when we saw that the starting lineup, I texted you, I was just like, so like, who's going to score on this second unit? Um, and you're just like, you were just like, yeah, the rotations are going to be interesting. And they were like the, you know, per, obviously painter is a, a very, 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 very good head coach. He would recognize like, Hey, if Morton's in the second unit, there's nobody period that really can create. Um, and so, you know, you, he rotated Morton in with the starters, kind of him in first and get back there and then kind of rotate back to the bench. Um, you know, I, I, it's a good problem to have. Like, I, I know that at times with Newman, he's kind of polarized and you're, it becomes like you're a four against him type thing. Um, and I said that in air quotes for anybody that's listening on to the listening on the podcast feed. Um, like th- this is a good problem to have. I hope that Newman and Bourne are both playing so well that it's just like, man, like I, I'm comfortable with both, and, and they bring different things. Like you said, um, Newman is is going to be a little more aggressive. He can play, he can be like really, really into man to man. He really gets into his man more, and you, is going to be trying to just more keep you in front or play within the scheme more. Um, and then, I mean, off like on the other end, offensively, like I. Morton is not that much worse than Newman at this point. <laughs> no, definitely um, not. Now, the old, the one thing that is going for Newman is, and honestly, this is half the battle, right? And you, you, I know you as a coach know this probably even better. Like half the battle is, is not whether you're actually good or not on offense. It's just whether you get more respect. Uh, yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. He point. has more respect still. And that is a big thing. Um, and, but purely based on play, I, I think they're about the same, but I think that there's that aspect for Newman of he just gets more respect. Um, but, you know, even there, they do different things. Newman is more of a shooter. He can get to a, a one dribble pull-up, um, things like that, um, where Morton's going to be – you're hoping he knocks down an open three and you're hoping he gets into the paint and facilitates. So, you know, in yeah, terms of and, that – Oh, you go. And and one thing, like, I'm just seeing in the chat is, like, 
is this thing of we need more Newman and Morton together. Um, and that comes from kind of being the chat kind of collectively being down on, on lawyer. And I, I, I just, my question with that is who's creating your offense. If it's not a Smith ED pick and roll, you know, yeah. at that point, um, cause really lack of, of ball handling with that lineup. I mean, if you go Smith, Newman, Morton, whoever you prefer at the four ED, like, boy, I mean, you, you better be getting good Braden Smith that night. Um, or, or you're not, you know, obviously for the time that that lineup's in there. So I, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm just, I'm just, I think lawyer has to be out there. I'm just going to say that. I know people disagree, whatever, but like, I think lawyers got to be out there because of the way he can handle the basketball and the pick and roll. He's a secondary creator with Smith um, and, and just kind of facilitates the offense and makes it go a little bit. Um, yeah. You know, Newman, I think did fine for what he was supposed to do. And, and I think, you know, moving forward, I'll be interested to see if, if paint sticks with it or it was kind of a one game thing. Maybe Morton was sick. Who knows? But, um, you know, and, and, and Blake says he's a liability on D. I, that's fair. Um, that's totally but fair. Who's, but, but who's replacing him? Well, they say Morton, you know, Morton and Newman defensively. And then, I, certainly yeah. that'd be an upgrade over lawyer. Oh, you yeah. Know? And that's, um, that's what they went to down the stretch when they wanted to stop is that they went yeah. to those two. Yeah. And I, totally and I think that, there. yeah, I agree with that. But I also would tell you that, you know, Purdue's been a pretty darn good half-court defensive team. Um, I think tonight was excellent. Tonight's the half-court defense was rock solid. Uh, forcing Wisconsin into tough twos um, where, you know, the Huchifino would make those, as we know. Uh, these guys are not. You know, these guys are not going to make those shots. Uh, forcing a baseline, especially Chucky Hepburn throwing up stuff on the baseline. They, they gave up the switch to Edie too much. That, that was on Braden Smith more than anything, just kind of being lazy. And he got pulled yeah. for it. Um, but just overall, I thought really solid, uh, you know, half-court defensive performance with the obvious caveat that it's Wisconsin. Yeah, that they're not a very, very good offensive team. Like, there was definitely miscues, and we'll get into those. Um, but, yeah, no, I, I think for the most part, like, it, it was really good defense. You you let, you know, you let Klesman get loose a little bit. Um, you let a season get loose a couple times, especially on, on – as I said before, the post splits, which I just I love watching them so much. They're so much fun to watch. But um, you know, and I think we can kind of we'll transition here uh, maybe to a clipboard or chalkboard, whatever we're, we're calling it. Joe's Joe's chalkboard. Uh, okay, yeah. I'm, Bragg, Bragg's and Craig aren't here. Maybe they're in the stream. Um, but uh, um, you know, so everybody that's here, we'll we'll kind of keep this a secret from them, um, and then maybe we can try it next time. We'll see. Do we like Joe's X's and O's? Is that a uh, – do we like the Joe's chalkboard? Workshop and we... something new. This is like uh, Home Alone when the parents leave and you're going to throw a party. Yeah. You and I yeah, you and I are throwing a party and we got to get it ready for the weekend. Got to clean it up after the fact. So let me let, let us know if, if you like that. Um, I'm going to go now into whatever we're calling it. Joe's X and O's, Joe's chalkboard, whatever. Um, I will say – this is one brought to you kind of by Aiden. Um, we, we were texting before, and he gave me the name punch. I didn't really know that before, and I'll talk about it. But Purdue went to it a few times, and I'm going to – this one specifically uh, was for the first lob. So starts out here. You have this ram screen, which is just a down screen where then Morton comes up and sets a screen. Um, and that's the ram part right here. So down screen into it for Morton. But what Morton did instead of actually setting the screen is he just ghosts. And ghost means – you fake like you're going to set the screen, and then you just come out. And so now he clears out here. Um, there's my eraser. And so 
as you know, he, he was setting the screen here. So now he's starting to, he's kind of down here, falls here, and it's just a simple here. Um, and this is where the punch is. So as you know, imagine Morton's still here. As Edie's coming down, setting this screen, he's then turning and kind of like sealing. Um, we're calling it punch action. And so he's here. Now they ran it a couple times, right? So now that there's this, you have lawyer with the ball here, Smith here, Morton spaced out. Uh, this was first in the corner. Um, but what they did the one time is, you know, a couple times they get it to Edie and Edie just turns or double comes kick out. But the one time, because Wisconsin, they were like, he was almost playing like a defensive back and trying to like intercept this pass. And he was like, honestly, he had, lawyer had it. He just like faked once. He gets the defender to way, way bite. And so now the defender's like here. And then it was just the first back door. And then that was the lot to the dunk. And they ran it a couple times this year. Uh, twice that I can remember with no success, but this one was this one was wide open. Like first took off pretty much from here. Like he didn't really have any any real trouble at all getting that. Um, but yeah, so it's just the ramp screen, which is the down screen. Morton goes ball here, and then there's just you know it's just another really creative way to get um, the ball into Edie. And then if they count, if they do this where they double, triple, even before the pass gets there, now you have a counter, especially with first. Um, coming off this lob, this this baseline cut for the lob. So, you know, just another really good action, I thought, and, and Aiden knows to two. Um, and one that I, you know, I think they go to a decent bit um, in, in various games. It kind of seems like, almost seems like game to game that Purdue has like some post-entry set they're going to go to. Like last game, and, and I didn't really get to draw it. I'll draw it really quick because it's going to take two seconds. Um, last game, it was just like, this is Edie. And it was just all this was was just a horns high low. So horns is you have like two screens here. Um, and so you'd have Smith come off the ball here off this screen, and then he would flare up, he would roll, it's a pass, and then it's just high low. Um, you know, they could just have like it seems like they have like one one play a game, they're just like, all right, this is how we're gonna get the ball in the post. Um, so that is that for Joe's chalkboard, Joe's X's and O's. We're gonna workshop it. We'll we'll see what we want to do. Um, but you know, before we kind of move on, do you want to give a shout out to our sponsors today? Um, first, start with our guys over at Shire Insurance. Um, make sure, you know, go to them for all the insurance needs that you have. As life changes, your insurance needs change. Shire Insurance Services and Crown Point, representing autos and odors insurance, has been helping clients with their changing insurance needs for over 25 years. As an independent agency, we love working with auto owners to provide excellent service to our clients. Buying your first home, start with Shire. Expanding your business, start with Shire. Your teenage driver passed the driving test and you're worried about the increased cost in auto insurance, start with Shire. Whatever your insurance concern or need, we are ready to help make those things easier for you. Call 663-7274 or search online to start with Shire. You've dreamed about the perfect house, a place to call your own, and a place to not only stretch out, but to grow. Auto Owners protects your house because to you, it's home. That's simple human sense. Ask Shire Insurance Services, serving Indiana, Illinois, and Michigan, if auto owners make sense for you. Happy to help, man. I was just over there talking to myself anyway. And then got to give a shout out to our guys over at Mad Mush. Um, you know, best pizza in West Lafayette, best cheese sticks. 
Um, and you know, I, I had them, I had it Monday or Sunday for dinner. Didn't really want to cook. So, so had some mad mush, make sure to use code bits, uh, boilers in the stand. So bits B I T S for 15% off any order. And it is coupon code because when I went, you know, I'm ordering my mad mush online and I look, go and put in the promo code bits and there's nothing that pops up and I'm like, wait, what's going on? But then I went to coupon code and I typed in bits and I got 15% off. Basically you're getting like a slice or two for free. So. Uh, really good pizza. I know, you know, college students, we kind of, we live off of it a bit and for sure people that have gone here, they know it too, or, you know, come back in town, definitely order some. So got to give a shout out to them. Um, and, you know, now we'll kind of transition into, I think just some players that we want to talk about. Um, and I'm, let's start with Zach Eady because let's make sure that we talk about the national player of the year, the big time player of the year, best player in the country, having one of the most dominant seasons in a long, long time. Uh, Zach Eady, 17 points, 19 rebounds, three assists, two turnovers, seven and nine from the field, three of eight from the line. And see, this is the issue because I say all that and then I'm just like, well, what do I say about Zach Eady? Right. He is dominant down low. Nobody can guard him one on one. He at times can get in trouble when teams when he, he gets in trouble when teams like double and eat up his space and he has to like fall away. Yeah, um, which cylinder he, rule. Hello. Not just completely not enforced. I, there were some egregious examples tonight. I, I don't still get that. That's yeah, like it's it's fine, but why is it a rule then if it's not going to get called? So I don't yeah, get no. That. But aside from that, you know, he had uh, three assists, two assists, three assists. He had the two kickouts. He had one to lawyer, one to Smith, wide open threes. Like he just has his gravity is is absurd. Um, and you know, when you hear gravity. At least in the NBA, you think of Steph just because you have to pull so far out from the three-point line to guard him. Idiot's the opposite. You have to have one, two, maybe three bodies at all times on him. If you leave him one-on-one, good luck. It's literally just whether he makes or misses the shot. Um, It's as simple as that. When you do double, it's got to be on time. Purdue does a good job of countering like those plays, like I said. Uh, Get him in spots where he can go quick um, or you you get him into the middle and, and then he can really just turn and go. Um, I, you know, I don't think Crowell's a great matchup, even at seven foot or whatever he is. Um, I don't, do you have anything offensive? Cause I do want to talk about defensive if you don't have much offense. Uh, I just would say that he was a huge reason for one of Purdue's huge advantages, which is just getting in the bonus so early, you know, um, they, they really, that's the thing that Purdue painter talks about a lot. Like how can we quickly get in the bonus? If we can do it, the earlier we can do it, obviously the better. Uh, it it yeah. came in huge because really one of the big plays of the game was uh, that scramble where Sejan not bumps into Smith down the stretch there. And now we, we, we're down one and we get our best free throw shooter to the line shooting two. And that doesn't happen, you know, if, if we're not in the bonus. So I, I think you can almost just give Zach credit entirely for being in the bonus for the most part. Uh, he draws yeah. so many fouls. I think he drew eight tonight. So, you know, I mean, it's just stupid. Like, Again, like you said, there's really not much to say. We we could talk about his defense because it was certainly a little more eventful than his usual defensive performance tonight. Yeah, when I just want to start with like, what did you think? I was I was not expecting to see, especially when Gillis got the start. Um, which I guess we we're we're gonna talk about Gillis in first in a minute. We'll we'll get to all of that. Um, but Gillis starts on Crowell, Edie starts on Wall. Were you shocked? Were you? I was surprised, but then as I thought, I was like, oh, that makes sense. Like Wall really. You know, he made a three today, and it was his eighth one on the year. Um, yeah, I mean, no, no, I thought this was a savvy move. I mean, you know, you think about, I mean, Crowell can stretch the floor more can more than Edie can, you know, and and Edie is 
is, and we saw it tonight because there were a few times where, where Edie got pulled out. Like he just needs to be in the paint. Like however you can get him in the paint, um, altering, you know, just, just being that huge, um, you know, barricade at the rim, uh, like that, that's what Purdue needs. So whoever the matchup is where he can spend the most time possible in the paint, I think is, is the best matchup, whether that was Anton Watson for Gonzaga versus Drew Timmy, you know, or, or whoever, like I know Hunter Dickinson was on his podcast complaining about, Oh, they now, you know, no one wants to actually play me straight up. They want to like, I can't play the other team's best big because they always have him on somebody else or he's doubling. I'm like, well, I mean, we're trying to win basketball games here. We don't really care about individual matchups. So, you know, I, I think it was the right move. I think, I think Brain Smith is going to look back at this game and think, wow, I really left us out to dry here because I was lazy getting over screens. And, and ultimately then, I mean, the book's out. Like, <laughs> if you snake a ball screen, Purdue's going to switch it. And, and snaking, of course, means, you know, as you come off the screen, you're going to turn and kind of put your defender in jail. Uh, we've talked about this a little bit before. If, if you played basketball, you, you would know, probably know what snaking is. And, um, you know, you get your defender on your hip. You know, you get the defender on your hip, and now it's difficult for that defender to get back around. And so Purdue's philosophy is is just, you know, have Zach Eady switch onto him and, and see what happens. And, and Wisconsin exploited that tonight. Yeah, no, I I, I agree with pretty much all you said. Like, um, it's as I mean, if you can keep Zach in the paint, that's a that's a win defensively. Um, you know, the guards do have to be better. I think that's part of the case for Edie for like a defensive player of the year is just like you know, Borden and Newman have Borden started off as really, really, really good a defender. I think he's taken a step back over the past couple of games. Newman has stepped up in that time. Um, aside from that, there's no real, like, I don't think I would call anybody else a good on-ball defender, per se. Um, and so Edie is tasked with a lot more than he probably should be at his size, other than just pure protecting the rim. You know, I, I even when he gets switched, I, I still stand with, I'm not too, too scared. He's going to get blown by every once in a while, and he's going to give up a random three every once in a while. Um, but, like, the checky, the Chucky one was a step back, I believe, over him. Klezman was a four feet behind the line. It's just like, you know, like, obviously at 7-4, he's going to give up a shot. Um, but I don't think it's terrible ones when he gets switched out. I really don't. I think he forces – he forces not – he forces shots that Wisconsin's like, hey, maybe that isn't our best shot. Um, well, maybe not Wisconsin's a good example because they live and die by jump shots. But um, in general, I, I would say that. So, um, you know, I, I, is there anything else for Didi? Like, he's dominant. He's the best player in the country. If he gets any help yeah. around him, then it makes life even easier, as some people have said, and I agree. Yeah, like I said, I just think just really impressed with his effort on the boards. I mean, just yeah. really dominated, um, almost out-rebounded Wisconsin, like we said. Like, that's that can't go un, unsaid, you know. For sure. So um, I think we, we got to get to uh, the Gillis first TKR, um, the four spot. And, and, and that was one of the big notes that I put, and we've gotten some comments about it. There's, you know, five, six, seven games ago, I remember coming on here and being like, you know what Purdue gets every single time from the four? They get a high energy guy that's going to knock down some open shots and make plays on the re- on the glass. And Purdue just isn't getting it flat out. I admit, I don't know if Gillis is still dealing with the back or whatever. Um, I think he's just not been good for the most part. Um, first, even his is he doesn't quite have that spring to him. It seems like 
Um, you know, he's he's been one that's at one point he was like top 30 offensive rebounding in the country. He's 59th now offensive rebounding percentage. I mean, um, you know, he just seems to, and I don't know if it's because it's late in the season, you have your little knickknack injuries that do add up. Um, but you know, I, I, it's just a big issue. Like for other, there was the one stint in the second half where I was like, okay, produce spacing's really bad with TKR in. Um, but aside from that, I honestly like TKR more today at the four. And maybe that's just me being a little upset with that. Maybe it's me comparing Gillis and first to like what I'm used to getting from them for energy. Um, and, and so maybe that isn't fair. And, and I'm definitely willing to concede that fact, but I thought TKR was solid. Um, I don't think he's, I don't think that TKR slash ED lineup is for every game, but uh, what, what are your, just your overall thoughts for really wherever you want to go with all of this? Yeah. I mean, I agree with you on, on first and Gillis. I, I think, you need more, you know, you just need more production from those guys. We've seen it this year. They've given it to us. Um, and, and that's been a, an underrated reason during these, you know, losing four of six, um, you know, those guys haven't played that well. Um, I, I would push back on the TKR. I, I, I liked him. Um, I, I thought he, his first stretch at the five was awesome. Hmm. Um, you know, and then I think Painter kind of thought, okay, he's playing well. I don't want to take him out, but we got to put Edie back in. You know, I mean, it's just he sat for too long. So I, I think that that was why he did that. I, I don't. I, I just got annoyed by the spacing because that it was, was just two yeah. two guys inside the arc, and and they were trying to get that high low, and and I, it just bothered me. Like he wouldn't get out of the way, and I like he just doesn't know how to go occupy that corner. You know, and 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 there were a few times where. Lawyer was trying to throw in a post up and like, hey, TKR, get out of there so I can clear this side so that I can throw it into Edie. And he's just standing there. So I throw it to you and then you don't throw it in there. You just pass it back to me. And I'm like, okay, like you got to have a better feel for space in here. Yeah. Now that's not something he's used to. He pretty much primarily plays a five. So I totally get that. Um, but again, I agree. I mean, shoot, it's, I'm not all against putting Morton in there at the four. Yeah, I mean, at times, like that why would not? Be, I mean, that would be the Newman Morton lineup that works, or at least it might be. It might be. We got Craig Craig Bowers jumping on here, our third co-host. Let's see if this works. Craig, can you hear us? Yeah, I can hear you. Can you guys hear me? Okay. Yeah, yeah. we got you. Awesome signal up here in uh, Wisconsin must be better than Indiana for Bragg's. There you go. Yeah, well, no they knew a special for you. So, um, yeah, we were uh, talking I gotcha. about first Gillis but what are your thoughts on the game that you were at the game anything any fun fan experiences anything like that you got to share but then just overall thoughts from the game um you know I guess about the Cole Center in general I know other people have opinions about like the second best place uh to Mackey in the Big Ten um I I've been to the Cole Center twice I've been to Breslin twice State Farm Center twice I've the Cole Center to me matches anywhere. Um, everybody in there is loud. I know Breslin down on the floor around the student section is loud, but if you're up higher, Breslin's pretty quiet, really. Uh, Cole Center's always loud, always brings it, but I've been there twice as a Purdue fan, and everybody's been nice and cordial to me around me. I had my son with me tonight, who's a constant fan, who was wearing red, so maybe they took it easy on me because we were 50-50 in the family. Um, there you go. I know it was a real good experience. So, yeah, no, that's that's awesome to hear. Um, I think I think your son may be 
may have been in the comments saying that Brain Smith got clamped. Uh, talking about uh, some fouls down the stretch. You agreed with one that probably should have been a foul, he said, I think. Um, but yeah, have- yeah, he likes uh, yeah. slide in the he likes to slide in the chat there. Um, he was talking smack about a siege and lawyer going to the game, so I was glad lawyer kind of quieted him up a little bit there tonight. So yeah, it, it was, yeah, it was it be- a nice game from lawyer. It was a nice game yeah. from lawyer. Go ahead, Joe. Yeah. Would would lawyer still be your fifth on the freshman team? Me and Aiden did our our podcast award show today, but what would yours be? I mean, I think it's close. Um, I mean, I think you can make an argument between Lawyer and Asijin, but I, I don't know where the voters will go there, really. Um, is that – we were talking about that. Do they vote on that at the end of the regular season or after the Big Ten tourney? I would assume regular season. I'm not sure season, on that. Yeah, I would think but, regular season. Yeah, I thought it was a regular season award, so I'd have to look at the actual stats. But, man, Asijin's been making a push towards the end of the season for sure, so – yeah, the, yeah, the stats are identical, player. which is, is just that? funny. But the stats are identical. Sta- I got Literally. you. Like, well, are within in that 0.5. case, yeah, in that case, you're generally going to give the edge to the guy that's on the number five ranked team in the country. So, <laughs> yeah, true. So, what was uh, your concern level like, Craig? Because I mean, it's the time where Wisconsin takes the lead there. Uh, you're in the building. Kind of what were your overall feelings about the game and in that second half where they were making a push? Yeah, I mean, stress, man, stress. Like like I said, I, I came to the Cole Center last year. I went to Breslin last year, and we lose both those games, right, right at the end last year. Um, we flipped that at Breslin this year. And I actually I looked at my son, and I said, you know, those crazy bounces and maybe calls you get or don't get at the end of the game tend to balance out over time and just kind of felt like we were going to get a bounce that went our way or we were going to get a call that went our way, which I think we did on the last drive by Wisconsin personally. Um, I was sitting on the end with them coming right at me. That's probably a foul, but uh, they didn't blow the whistle, so we kind of got a break there and then won it at the free throw line from there on out. So, But no doubt, definitely stress. Um, I was there for the bank three last year, and you just worry that, you know, like Painter says, you got to be 10 points better on the road, and they weren't tonight, um, but they still managed a way to pull it out. And I don't care what anybody says, road wins in the Big Ten. Um, I mean, you saw Minnesota knock off Rutgers earlier, right? So road yeah. wins in the Big Ten, all wins are good wins, no matter how they come. I think we shot our average with the Wilson ball tonight, right? Yeah. From three, probably like it. Yeah, twenty-one percent. Yeah, that was the other thing my son put in the chat was was lawyer lawyer uh, must be better with the Wilson ball, I guess. So, I hope so. I hope yeah, so, man. We'll need it. Um, yeah, I don't. What What was the the thoughts the thoughts that going through your head when Klesman gets the ball with four seconds? Is it uh, <laughs> oh here we go again, or were you were you were you confident? No, no, I wasn't confident, not at all, man. Um, but, you know, first made a play at the rim, and he put the official in a situation where he made him make a decision. And um, I didn't see the end of the Michigan-Illinois game, but I heard there was some things there where, same thing, you put the official in a spot where he's got to make a decision, and the official didn't blow the whistle. So um, it works out in the end. But no yeah. doubt, definitely stress. So and. But I, I thought there were bright spots tonight still. Um, you know, Newman goes 0-5 from three, and you were hoping to get some offensive punch from him. Um, 
but I, I thought he was really, really good on a siege tonight. Um, you know, I, I think he only let him get two on him. I think the rest of his points came on Morton, I'm pretty sure. Um, or if he got switched on to lawyer. Um, so I thought he was really good defensively, got a couple of steals, and then kind of inversely and oddly, Morton provided the offensive punch coming off the bench, going two for two, <laughs> right? Like, you know, it was yeah. kind of it was it was a weird little flip there. All of a sudden, Newman was the defensive specialist, and Morton was given some offensive punch off the bench. So, and man, that last three of Morton's was halfway down. Oh, wow. like like that was game, and it was dead on. Got a good look, shot it confident. That that would have been game right there. Um, I, I really wish I would have seen that go down for him. So, yeah, for sure. Um, but okay, I, are you- the other thing. My real quick, and then I'm gonna hop off here. Um, I really, really liked the the TKRD action uh, with both bigs in playing playing high to low with two bigs. Um, I thought that worked really effectively in the first half, um, and it kind of kept Wisconsin from crashing with that double quite as fast, um, or at least with length at the other spot coming over for the double. Um, I was a little surprised we didn't see that a little bit more in the second half because I thought it worked. TKR kind of threw a lazy pass one time and it got uh, a turnover, but I thought it worked really well in the first half. Yeah, no, that's actually that's that's where what we were just talking about was was ADTKR and just the four spot in general for Purdue. Um, but you know, I, I don't know if you're wanting to get going, uh, we can let you go. I don't know really what you're wanting. All right, you got to get driving. Safe yeah, driving. I got five, five and a half hours left. So, so oh yeah. man, good luck. Get, get home Drive safe. safe. Yeah. All right. Sure. See ya. So, see ya. Drive safe, Craig. Uh, that was Craig's son. He's a Wisconsin fan. Uh, if anybody doesn't know, that's why he was at the game. Yes. Um, so that that guy in red there, giving Craig the bunny ears, was his son, uh, who's a Wisconsin fan. Uh, we hope he drives. Trying so I'm safe. He's got a long road ahead, but good to good to have Craig jump in there. Uh, we we could talk. Um, I think we kind of touched on the TKR thing. I, I mean, yeah, I, I liked it. Like I liked seeing it because I just like the change up, you know. But yeah. I like um, it as an option. I, I guess I should clarify. Like I don't think it should. I don't think TKR should start or anything. But I no, like it as a sprinkled in for sure. three four minutes. Sure, I, I liked how willing Coach Paint was to get creative tonight. I mean, he he yeah. really threw a lot of different looks out there and um you know ultimately it worked we got to win you know but it also is like valuable experience for march now some of these times in march like now it's not the first time this lineup has played together you know yeah. so I, I really liked how painter uh coached this game I, I think that he did a great job as always yeah no i thought it was i thought it was good um and, you know obviously there's a change to the starting lineup there was everybody played at least 14 minutes, um, you know, and I think really the maybe we'll touch on Newman a little bit again. But aside from that, really, the only guys we haven't talked about at this point is Smith and Jenkins. Um, Smith was I, I don't know. If, I wouldn't say it was a good game. I wouldn't say it was a great game. It wasn't a bad game, though. Um, you know, he, he had a couple assists. He had a couple that one pass in the first half was just nuts to. Yeah. Was that to Morton in the corner? Um, yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, no, because it went in, yeah. so it had to be Morton. Oh yeah, yeah. So um, there was that. You know, I, I don't, I don't know if there's too much to talk about with Braden today. I don't know if you had anything stick out to you. I don't really have anything coming to my mind. 
Uh, we just talked. We talked a little bit about the defensive effort. I just didn't think it was up to par with what we needed. Yeah. Um, overall, you know, and that that's that's fine. That he he'll clean that up. And and I thought he played much better once he got a nice uh you know couple minutes on the bench there. Uh, Painter was pretty frustrated. Knocked down his free throws as always, man. Like that's what the one thing you can expect with Braden. People saying, um. You know, he needs to shoot more in the chat. Got him nine shots. Felt like he took the good ones. Um, took one maybe that he forced from three. And um, I love that little pull-up, too, he took late. That just went in and out again. Yeah. <laughs> Another that one that looked in and just uh, didn't didn't really fall. Yeah, I, I don't know that Painter loved Smith's game tonight, uh, Corey. I don't, I don't, I don't think uh, – I don't know that that will be the most fun film session tomorrow. At least it's after a win. There'll be that part of yeah, it. Yeah, for sure. Makes it for at least sure. a little better. Um, let's get to Jenkins, because I feel like we haven't talked about Jenkins for a few games. Do you want to see more minutes from him? Do you, like, I don't know. I thought he was solid. He had a couple of tough pull-ups. He just, I don't think he does, like, aside from pull-up shooting, I don't think he does anything great per se. But, um, you know, he he tries on defense, I think, for the most part. He's just, he's, you know, 6'1", and it's tough to play him with Smith defensively, although, you know, you could make the case that lawyer is in great defensively too, and, and I hear you there as well. So, um, you know, I I know people. Some people are wanting it more. I, I just, I honestly, I'm I'm pretty lost in Jenkins. Like, I don't know if he should play more. Like, I I just don't, I just don't know. I don't have a good feel on him. Yeah, you know, something Painter said, uh, I think this week when, or maybe when they were interviewing him about like senior night. Uh, yeah, so I think it was this week. Uh, was that he he actually prefers to shoot off the dribble. Uh, or he's better off the dribble or something of that nature. And he kind of saw that tonight. Like he missed all his really good wide open catch and shoot opportunities. I uh, would think he had two. And then he made both shots off the dribble, uh, like which were way, way more contested. And and some of those guys are, <clears throat> some of those guys are like that, you know, and I think you just kind of have to have a short leash with him and not let him get too trigger happy. But this is a guy who most of his career has had to score from an isolation standpoint. And now is asked to be play off the ball. Um, you know, sometimes on the ball, sometimes off the ball, you never really know. And, and um, so I, I, you know, I think he plays the right amount of minutes. Like Corey, Corey said right here, like I, I wouldn't play him anymore. I wouldn't play him any less. I think the, the, the variance right now is with Newman and, and, uh, and a lot of people are asking about Edie. I mean, Edie your guess is as good that. as mine. Yeah. I don't, I don't think so. Purdue doesn't no. usually do that. Right. We're not going to, we're not going to know till March. Or, I mean, not March till May. Um, like he's going to go no matter what you think, if he's NBA, not whatever, he's going through the draft process and he's going to get feedback. Um, I think he's yeah. gone personally, but that's just a, I have no like evidence to point to that other than I don't think his draft capital will be anything anywhere higher than what it is today or at the end of the season. But we won't know that till March or May. Um, he's going to go through the draft process, get feedback from GMs, from scouts, from coaches, and then, figure out from there if he wants to come back or not um to your yeah. jenkins point i looked up the numbers uh he's averaging 1.0 points per possession on pull-ups and 0.8 points per possession on all catch and shoots um, wow. he's averaging 1.0 on pull-ups and 0.96 on open catch and shoots for this year so um you know it does fit with the theme i'm gonna go real quick to like one of his bigger years as i type and i'm honestly just stalling well, and as you do that, Bragg's checking in from Indianapolis, doing awesome go. work down there uh, at the Combine. He's done really great stuff. Even if you're not necessarily an NFL fan, um, Greg, Greg's Greg been doing some 
cool journals that really aren't necessarily related to the NFL. A lot of it's about kind of the combine experience for him being a reporter down there, networking, you know, getting in the media scrum, trying to uh, compete to ask a question. It's just really good stuff. So whether you're a football fan or not, go over to uh, G Bragg's junior Twitter and, and kind of check some of that stuff out. He's doing for CHGO bears. So we miss you Braggs. Uh, looking forward to seeing you on Sunday. Yeah, for sure. Um, I wonder if he was, I wonder if he was more scared to ask Painter a question or uh, do the, do the combine stuff, but we'll have to ask, we'll have to ask him Sunday or maybe you can put it in the chat, but um, real quick, Jenkins is his second year at South Dakota state, 1.78 points per possession on open catch and shoot 1.44 on all and 1.11 on dribble pull-ups, which is just a nuts stat line in general. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Is there is there anything else on the men's side? I know we want to talk about women's in general, uh, just for the women's game in general for a bit, because Purdue did knock off Wisconsin twice today, two times. Um, Purdue knocked off Wisconsin in the women's uh, best Big Ten tournament. Uh, it was a nail biter. Purdue was down thirty to twelve, and they ended up winning. Do you remember the final score? Yeah, they won by two um, off of, off of fifty um, something, fifty seven, fifty five, maybe something. Like yeah. That. Um, but you know, definitely want to give them some love. Like I, I, you know, it was, it was a way good job to fight back on a, they're right on the bubble. Um, this win kind of puts them closer to the safe side from all my understanding with, with how that bracketology is working. Um, but you know, a really good win. And now they, I believe they play Iowa tomorrow. If I, if I remember how the bracket worked, um, and that'll be, I think it's Maryland. I think it's Maryland. Maryland? I I could be wrong on that, but I think it's Maryland. If you have anything to say about it, then go for it. Uh, just awesome. Like, really cool. Um, biggest comeback, I think, in uh, in Big Ten 05. tournament history. Yeah, since 05. Okay. Um, but, boy, that that's that's impressive for Coach Gerald's and her team. Um, watching the end. Okay, we do play Iowa, according to JB. Yeah, it is Iowa. Yeah. Okay, well, that's too bad. Um, but still, like – Go play, see what see what happens. You know, they're already kind of into the tournaments. So this is when you can kind of play with house money. Just awesome execution down the stretch there, getting the ball into Janai Terry's hands, swinging it out to uh, Jayla Smith, who hits the three, Indiana kid, Lawrence North, missed basketball, and uh, comes through in the clutch. So that was pretty cool to see. Yeah, and Abby Ellis was good. She, like, the, um, you know, this was, a, this was a game that, aside from, her early, she was the only one that scored in the first quarter. She had all seven points um, for uh, for Purdue, and you know. But her, the one thing that impressed me is just her her footwork. Her step through is so good. She's so good at just yeah. drives down. She's not, you know, she's a smaller guard. Just kind of gets on two feet, pivots, step through, layup. Um, but you know, I, I just want to give them a shout out before we kind of wrap things up because they are doing big things. Um, you know, they're, they're 1000% heading in the right direction, possible tourney bid um, this year. And it's looking more and more like that. And so definitely support them tomorrow too. Um, they play. And that game, the yeah. That game's at six 30 on big 10 network. Just want to let everyone know. So go ahead and check that out. Uh, they're, they're having a great season. I mean, if you're uh, if you're at a sectional game, like I will be uh, here in the great state of Indiana, then you can watch it on your phone. Uh, Caitlin Clark taking on the Boilers, so that'll be a, a fun uh, game for for us here, Purdue fans. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Do we have Do we have anything else? I do want to uh, Cedar Lake. That's where I, that's where I'm from, actually. So uh, okay. Boy, shout, shout out. out Shout out Cedar Lake, um, which is not a big town by any means. So uh, fun to see. Okay, hold on. There. I can talk about this all day. There you go. Uh, 
Well, firstly, you could check out Flory Badunga, uh, top five prospect in 2024, um, and uh, see him take on local team Harrison. Uh, they are the Raiders are are still alive, but that's at Kokomo tomorrow night. Uh, you could check out Cannon Catchings, new five star uh, per the 24/7 uh, composite rankings or not composite regular rankings. And, uh, you know, he is playing against Terre Haute South, I believe, or Terre Haute North at Plainfield. So that would be a good one as well. Kokomo sectional is, is at Kokomo. Yes, not at Harrison, unfortunately, uh, for us local fans. So uh, a couple of those, you want to see some future boilers, hopeful future boilers with Flory, but uh, certainly, um, you know, with, with catchings. And then Jack Benner, he's playing as well against uh, a Providence in a game that maybe I mean, it could be for the 2A state title, to be honest. Uh, Providence and Brownstown Central down south. If you are, uh, you know, in the southern part of the state, that would be a good one to check out as well. Providence and Brownstown Central with Jack Benner, Purdue commit. So uh, yeah, a couple of good ones. I could talk about that all day. Uh, my team's out. Unfortunately, the team I coach, West Lafayette, we went down on Tuesday, but um, that means I'll be watching somewhere else. So there you go. Um, got the the high school roundup. There, you know, cannon catchings on the high school front. Officially a five star per two two four seven sports. Uh, 17th in the country, which is fun. That is a 2024 commit, uh, one that I know both of us are, are really high on. Um, so, you know, that's still a while away, but definitely fun to peek ahead. Um, Purdue has one game left, senior night, Sunday, 1230 Eastern time, I believe, at home against Illinois at yeah, 1230 Eastern on Fox. Um, maybe, be, you know, we, did, we didn't get to it on our podcast. Um, any quick thoughts you have for the for preview in that game? I don't really know what to expect. I mean, Jaden Epps, their their point guard, freshman point guard, may be out for the game. He collapsed at practice recently. He was not playing tonight against Michigan. So, I don't know. I mean, weird matchups, especially if you're going small with Newman and Gillis. Um, I I don't know. I, I would maybe anticipate a another starting lineup change back to the original one uh, just to, for the defensive purposes against the Illini's length. Um as long as Dane Danger's in there, I think Edie will be just fine. Uh, but when he's out, it'll be a struggle for him to guard guys like Coleman Hawkins and uh, even if they go Matthew Meyer at the five or whatever the case may be. So, um, yeah, it, it's going to be a tough game for Purdue matchup-wise, but Illinois is going to have a real tough time containing Zach Eady and, and it being at Mac, he gives me hope, although can't ever say much. Um, I don't know. I, after Saturday, I can't really say that, so. Yeah, um, no, I'm with you. It's going to be a tough matchup both ways. Um, Epps was out. They go super big, and Purdue does not have big guards. Um, that is one thing we, we they do not have. But, you know, they have nobody that can guard Edie. Going to be interesting. Just kind of, I think it'll be one that's more of a chess match, um, and you're going to have to see, you know, Painter's going to have to get into some rotations, I bet. Um, same thing with, with Underwood. Um, you know, hopefully – Hopefully Meyer's healthy and not drinking five monsters before the game and, and getting caffeine poisoning. I do not want to see that from him. Um, although I'm sure he's going to make a, a decent bag off NIL from it. I saw he he came up to the post game po- podium with uh, two monsters. So um, you know maybe maybe one day of sickness get some money probably worth it for him. So yeah yeah I think so. Um yeah I I don't got anything else. I don't know if you do. If not we can kind of you know give a shout out to our sponsors. Um, you know, I want to give a shout out to Shire Insurance for any of your insurance needs. Definitely go, um, you know, give them a call, search them. You can call them at 219-663-7274. Um, 
also fan bags cornhole they are also just another one you know any fan bags or any uh cornhole set i call them bags where i'm from but i know that's more of a region thing from my understanding um everywhere else is cornhole definitely give them a shout out for you know any any, any needs that you have there and they've been they've been with us for a bit so appreciate them and then Last one to Mad Mush, as I said before, best pizza, um, you know, best cheese sticks. Use code BITS for 15% off there if you are ordering for Mad Mush. I think, you know, past, within the past couple of weeks, they opened up a new one off of Sagamore, if I'm remembering correctly. Um, so definitely go give those a shout out. Um, also, wanted just to shout out our guys over at ISC. Um, these are more, these are from the IU game. And, and I know, I don't know if we, we want to see, things from the IU game, but just in general, um, some really good, some really good photos. I'm sure they'll have some up for Minnesota. Um, I just haven't seen, or not Minnesota, Wisconsin. I just haven't seen them yet, but um, always appreciate what they're doing over there for us at ISC underscore Purdue on Twitter. Um, you know, and last thing I just want to put, this is, you know, came in today, obviously Michigan lost, which helped or clinched it, but um, I'll work on that, Craig, the full Midwestern goodbye. Purdue clinches outright championship. We're going to win by at least two games. Um, a team that was projected fourth, fifth, somewhere in that area, and and they they win it all. So, and they win today, sixty three to sixty one. Um, a solid win. One to get back at least a little on track in the winning column. Um, it would have been, you know, dropping four, dropping three or five sounds a lot better than dropping four or five. Um, and you you know, hopefully get some momentum going into the Illinois game. So, um, you got anything else, Aiden? No, good, good win. Get out of Madison with a W, and that, that's all that matters. We got it, um, and we will be back with our full uh, team, not just the, the young bucks. Uh, the old heads will be back for, for Sunday when we're at we're all at Mackey together uh, yeah. for the final regular season postgame show of the season. Let's go beat the Illini. Yeah, good win from Raphael Davis. Agree with that, um, and hopefully we get another one on Sunday at Illinois or not at Illinois home against Illinois. Um, you know, give us, if you guys did appreciate the youngins, just us two, um, throwing it back kind of to our Twitter spaces, but much, much better production quality here. Um, you know, make sure to give that a like. We appreciate that. Just kind of help with the algorithm. Uh, you know, it's, I appreciate all that Braggs does is kind of, you know, we're all co-hosts or whatever, but Braggs is the one um, that does a little more of the hosting where me, me, Aiden and Craig are more just like feeding off of him. Um, Appreciate what he does. Appreciate what Craig brings. Glad he was able to hop in. Hopefully he has a safe drive home. Um, I'm doing my best Midwestern goodbye just for, you know, just for Craig right here. Um, we appreciate the support from everybody. Redfield Davis in the comments. Um, you know, we appreciate that. Had him on after one of the games. It feels like forever ago at this point, but it was only probably a few weeks. Um, but yeah. Be back Sunday, post-game show. I think I did my best Bragg's Midwestern goodbye impersonation, so we'll call it here. and then For sure. And Ray, you're yep. always invited. You're always invited, Ray. No question yeah. about it. Without a doubt, definitely. We, we can we can definitely get that to work. So appreciate everybody tuning in. Uh, we will catch you after the Sunday game against Illinois, senior night. I'm sure we'll be there for that. So appreciate everybody tuning in.